Hello and welcome to the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. On this Best Deal episode, we will explore the human side of real estate investing with a seasoned pro about the legendary best deal of their life. A deal isn't just the investment, it is also the person executing it. Stay with us and learn what it takes to be the best investor possible. Hi, and welcome to the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Royal Smith. I'm with my friend, Mark, today. We're going to be talking um, about all the great work that uh, Mark is doing. Uh, Mark, um, for everybody that doesn't know you, um, can you can you give us a quick bio of, of who you are, what you're doing right now with your life, what kind of people you're helping? Yeah, yeah. So, Scott, thanks for, so much for having me on. Um, I am the land geek. And uh, I'm the land geek because I've done over 5,200 land deals. And the way that I do it, I think I have the best passive income model or the ultimate subscription model. It's a one-time sale. We get passive income every single month. No renters, no rehabs, no renovations, no rodents. And the people that we help are anyone that has what we call solo economic dependency, which means that if all the money that you're generating, you have to do the work, you're solo economic dependent. And there's a lot of risk in being solo economic dependent. Something happens, you lose your job. Um, even, you know, I would consider people like, that we consider rich in society, let's say dentists, doctors. A dentist doesn't have his hands in your mouth. He's not generating any real revenue. And essentially he's solo economic dependent. So we want to create enough passive income so that our, it exceeds our fixed expenses and we're working because we want to, not because we have to. So I'm really on a mission to help as many people as I can get to total freedom don't have to be anywhere at a certain time. Work when you want, where you want, and with whom you want. Awesome, man. Well, how does that how does that actually happen? So is it is it anybody that says, Hey, I just I have a job, I don't really have any passive income, or you know, if anything happened in my life, like with my job or my current income stream, I'd be screwed. I need to go talk to the mark and figure out what he's doing with land to get passive income. Yeah, I mean exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Well, tell yeah. me about the model. How does it work? Because, I mean, it seems like kind of crazy, right? That you could buy pieces of land and then get and get passive income off of it. Yeah, let's let's go through it. So, Scott, where do you live? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. Of course you do. Yeah, of course, baby. You know? So hip. So yeah. hip. Yeah. All right. So you live in Austin, Texas. Now, let's pretend that there's a property in Arizona. At, let's say it's 10 acres. And I see on the treasures list that Scott Smith owes $200 in back taxes on that 10 acre parcel. You're advertising two things to me. Number one, you have no emotional attachment to that raw land. You're in Austin, the property's in Arizona. And number two, you're distressed in some way because when we don't pay for something, we don't value it in the same way. And you haven't paid your property taxes. As a result, the county treasurer is sending you every single month a notice saying, Scott, if you don't pay your taxes, you're eventually going to lose it to a tax deed or a tax lien investor. So what I'll do is I'll look at the comparable sales on that 10 acre parcel in Arizona for the last, let's say, I don't know, 12 to 18 months. And I'll take the lowest comp and divide by four. And that's going to give me what Warren Buffett would call a 300% margin of safety. So I'm not going to be like the housing guy saying, I'm interested in buying your land. I'm going to send you an actual offer. So let's say, for example, the lowest comps, 10 grand. I send you an offer for $2,500. You accept it. $2,500 to you is better than nothing. 
in the reality of the marketplace, we get a three to 5% response rate, response rate, people accepting our quote unquote top dollar offer, 25 cents on the dollar. So now that you've accepted it, I'm gonna go through due diligence or in-depth research. I'm gonna confirm you still own the property. Back taxes are only $200. I'm gonna confirm that there's been no breaks in the chain of title, no liens or encumbrances. I'm gonna find out restrictions through planning and zoning. I have this whole due diligence checklist. Everything checks off and then we buy the property from you. So now Scott, I'm gonna sell this property 30 days or less. I'm gonna make a 300 to 1000% ROI on the property because I have a built-in best buyer. Do you know who it is? Who's that? The neighbors. The oh neighbors. yeah? So I'm gonna send out neighbor letters saying, here's your opportunity, expand your holdings, protect your privacy, protect your views. And oftentimes the neighbors will buy it. Now if the neighbors pass, we'll go to our buyers list. We'll go to Craigslist. We'll go to Facebook, buy sell groups. We'll go to marketplace. We'll go to landmoto.com, landandfarm.com, landflip.com, landhub.com, the lands. So no. we have a massive market. The way that we're going to sell it is we're going to make it irresistible. Look, you can control this 10-acre parcel, $2,500 down, $449 a month, 9% interest over the next 84 months. I'm going to get my money out on a down payment, or let's say within six months of the down. And then I'm going to create this passive income stream of $449 a month. Let's just call it a car payment, somewhere around there, for the next 84 months, no tenants, no toilets, no termites, um, no trash. Are they actually buying the land from you? It's like almost like a lease option? They are essentially getting going into a contract with me. So once they make their down payment, they get a purchase sale agreement, a promissory note, and a land sale contract. So they don't get ownership until they pay off their note. Once they pay off their note, we convey via warranty deed the property into their name. But what happens is if there's a default, let's say, which happens about 4% of the time, we keep the down payment, we keep the monthly payments, and we resell it to another person. There's no cost of foreclosure. I don't have to deal with evicting a tenant. It's the simplest model out there. And because we're not dealing with a tenant, we're exempt from Dodd-Frank, RESPA, and the SAFE Act. And so the game that we play is can we create enough of these land notes where our passive income exceeds our fixed expenses and then we're free. That's pretty cool, Mark. Do you, do you teach what you do to other people or are you typically just doing fundraising and then giving people like a prep rate on money they have with you? No, I teach people how to do it at thelandgeek.com. And, you know, I remember my, my wife telling me the first time I had somebody ask me to teach them, she's like, wait a second you're going to teach someone how to do this? Aren't you going to create your own competition? Yeah, yeah, but there's so much freaking land, right? There's yeah. so, and the market is so big. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, me, I mean, a million people in this niche, would, we would all run out of money before we ran out of deal flow. There's no hedge funds in it. There's no private equity groups. Scott, let's face it. If HGTV calls me and says, hey, Mark, let's do a, a show called Flipping Land, it's going to be the before pictures raw land, the after pictures raw land. It's the most boring niche out there. Do you... Uh, what, where do you people like typically run into problems when they're, um, when they're buying land, right? It sounds like you're saying like, Hey, I'm hedging all my bets on the buy because I'm buying it at a fourth. Uh, so I'm always buying stuff that's only super deeply discounted. And that's how, even if stuff goes really wrong, like I, I can't be that wrong. Yeah. I mean, 
with, with such a big margin of safety, it's really hard to make a mistake. And so I'd say that the, where people really get sort of stuck is there's 3,007 U.S. counties. It's like, okay, where do I start? Because Scott, let's face it, nobody wakes up and thinks to themselves, boy, I'd really like some raw land today in Iowa, unless you live in Iowa. Yeah. So we focus on Arizona, Nevada, California, Texas, um, you know, a little bit in the Northwest, Oregon, Washington, and then Florida. So we're talking about fast growing states, lots of raw land, places where people want to be. And then through our county research, we want to make sure that we know definitively deals can be done there. Uh, so Mark, when you're, when you're looking at like all of the, the sale part of it, I think the buy is pretty straightforward, right? You're probably running, probably doing something that's doing some data aggregation to be able to pull together your list to then farm out to be able to send out your letters to people, something yeah, in there. Use, we use a, uh, a software program that we created and it, it basically our business is 90% automated with software. So we upload the list, the, the offers go out via an API with lob.com. When they come back, we have an intake manager screen the seller. And so we've either... So basically I work two hours a week in the company. I mean, so I'm not trying to have people build another job for themselves. This can all be automated via software and inexpensive VAs. And you can do it from anywhere in the world that scales. All you need is an inexpensive laptop, internet connection, and a virtual mailbox, and you're good to go. So it, it's one of those things too that it looks like it's like, well, if you guys, so what is the part that like people that come in to learn from you? What, what are the pieces that they have to become an expert at? Right. Cause if there was like no learning curve to it and it was just like, Hey, you can come in here within a week. You're good. You can push as much money into this system as you want to. You're going to take out a ton on the back end. Like it would get saturated like overnight. Right. So there's what, what's the curve that is the sticking point for people that keeps it from like the barrier to entry. Uh, for I, people I, th to come I think in? the biggest barrier to entry for most people is the fact that it's hard in the sense that there are a lot of pieces to this. This is a business. It's not a, let's say a fund where I can take $250,000 and invest with an investor and they get me a prep return. This is actual business. So the learning curve then is I have to learn county research. I have to learn how to get a list. I have to learn how to scrub a list. I have to learn some software. I have to learn how to upload the list. I have to learn pricing models and looking at comparable sales and dividing by four. I have to learn how to batch a list so that the person with the one acre doesn't get the same offer as 40 acres because a 40 acre person is going to send me back glitter in the mail. So you've got to go through this learning curve of training in every, cent, in every, every step. Then you've got to learn how to deal with a seller. Get on the phone, talk to them. How do you close with a seller? Then you've got to learn how to do a deed. And, and understand the actual legal implications of getting the property. Once you own the property, you got to learn marketing. How do I send out these neighbor letters? How do I do marketing on Craigslist and Facebook? And how do I create a buyer's list? So there's all these little steps. None of them are difficult, but it's just like eating an elephant. You got to take it one bite at a time. And this is why when you have somebody who's done it a thousand times or 10,000 times, whatever it is, having someone who's been there, done that, and seeing all the pitfalls, it can really lower your learning curve and accelerate your success. We've got a, a program called Flight School Live. We teach this in three days. And in three days, we've got people actually mailing, marketing, and selling their property 
in three days and making money. It's amazing. Are you doing it all? Like, are you doing that training as part of a live event or are you doing it um, on an online event? We do both. We do. Um, so it's everything just like if you go to the gym, right? So if you want, if you go to the gym and you're real disciplined, we've got a program for you. You get up four in the morning, you're at the gym by five and you just want to be told what to do um, and how to do it right. We've got online training. And then if you're the kind of person that likes group training, you want that accountability piece of it. You want to be motivated. You want somebody who's like a trainer training you to do it. We have that virtually. If you want to be in the room with that person, you want LeBron James fixing your jump shot in real time. We have that as well. That's super cool, man. Have you guys ever thought about um, pulling like the land together inside of like a DST to raise funds with 1031 exchanges? Into that, or is that too? <laughs> not, not, not really. I mean, okay. you know, for the fund model, I mean, we do work with accredited investors that actually do have more money than time, and you know, we we'll do a debt raise for that, and we'll invest for them. But for the most part, we 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 don't really talk about it. It's a one to one discussion, and it's it's not something that we need to do because honestly, Scott, at, at you know, let's say I raised five million dollars. I've got a new problem how to deploy that much capital in my niche because a lot of them are smaller deals. So we'd have to do larger deals. It's not that we couldn't do it. It's just a different niche. Yeah. Right on. It, um, yeah. Cause I was going to say like, it, that, that would be the first thing I would think of, right. It's like, if you have, you have too much capital, then you run into a systems problem because parts of your system actually have human elements to it. Right. We're actually having to negotiate right. the sell, like as if you were doing wholesaling almost, right. You're still exactly. negotiating that same type of sell. So that's probably the cross training on the sales tactics, right. That would come with that. Are you getting people that are, are coming out of like a three day training and do they need about six months or so before they're really able to, um, establish like a good benchmark of saying like, Hey, I'm making enough money doing this that I can, you know, say that I have a legitimate second stream of income or how long does it take for somebody to say, Hey, I can replace say 50% of my expenses. Yeah, with income? We, we, we like to set the expectation of 12 to 18 months of being completely out of the business automated and generating between uh, let's say 10 to 15,000 a month in passive income. What do you guys, what are the pricing for your courses? Or is that something you want to share via a link or something like that for people to go to? Yeah. I mean, you know, it just depends on which course it is. We've got a, a, a team that people can talk to where we actually diagnose, you know, which is going to be the best thing for you to accelerate your success. And there's all different types of pricing, but you know, there's, it's, it's all affordable. I mean, we, we work with everybody with every budget. If you, if you got a, a job, you can afford our training. Yeah. Very cool, man. And, and it, and the reason that you're going into land versus doing like a wholesaling of a particular residence, have you found that that to be like a, a, a much easier type of transaction and work with the sellers? Cause it's not so emotional. It's so much simpler. They're not emotional. I don't, you know, no one's ever called me at three in the morning and said, Hey, my, my, my land is leaking. Can you come fix it? Right. So to not deal with a, de a tenant, not have to deal with anything physical. I don't have to meet subcontractors. Um, I don't have to get bids. I don't have to worry about any of these physical things that can go wrong. Um, and then as far as the money aspect of it, I mean, you know, $2,500 for a piece of property, $5,000, $10,000. not talking real money here where one house could knock you out of the game if you do it wrong. Yeah, right on. No, it makes a ton of sense, man. 
Um, is there anything else in here, Mark, that we haven't we haven't covered that you think it would be important for people to know for them to make a decision on what, if they want to uh, contact you to get um, to sign up for your course? Yeah, I mean, I think a good start is get your your arms around it. You can go to thelandgeek.com forward slash launch kit and get our uh, $97 passive income launch kit course for free just for being a, a listener to you. Um, on Amazon, we have Dirt Rich. Um, so I wrote a book about how to do this as well. And it really kind of walks you through the entire process and, and tells my story and how I got out of my miserable investment banking job and uh, became free and don't make the mistakes I made. So uh, you can learn that as well. So I, I think that's, that's really it. And um, I, I think that uh, one of my favorite quotes is this Zig Ziglar quote that if you'll do for the next three to five years, what other people won't do, you'll be able to do for the rest of your life what other people can't do. And I think really having that focus on total freedom is the goal. Yeah, hundred percent, man. And and where do you want everybody to go that's interested in uh, in the work that you're doing? Yeah, thelandgeek.com is a great place to go. Perfect, guys. Hey, well, everybody, go check out thelandgeek.com. Um, what I got to tell you, what I love about what Mark is doing uh, with this work and what he's doing with this training is that he's actually going to be showing you guys what a full business model looks like. That is. Uh, it was inside of like three days, he says, uh, to be able to be able to start to run a full business. And what you're going to probably expect is what I would expect out of this is that the three days is really what gets you going. And then there is a ton of actually having to do it, to be able to be able to cut your teeth into how these things work. Um, but what I really love about it is that it's so, it seems to be so much better than what I see like in wholesale markets. Wholesaling right now is really tough. There's just the, everybody is, uh, fighting over the same piece of pie. Um, and it's, and it's really getting into like a really dicey area. Um, and wholesaling really seems to be a ton more now is really heavy into sales focus, right? So it's really heavy into like having to go sit with people on the dining room table, really high pressure sales to get stuff under contract. Um, and when Mark was telling us right here, that's a question. If you guys heard it was about like, how is the emotional attachment that people have to a piece of land is so much lower. And what you're going to find there is that you don't have to be that sharky salesperson probably to be good at something when people aren't emotionally attached to it. To them, it's already a piece of property that he's targeting that they're not so interested in, that they're already letting go behind in taxes. It's probably an afterthought for them. You're offering them cash to just get rid of an asset that they don't really even spend any time with. That is so much different than a house, right? And so you don't have, if you don't like that sales aspect and that's what's turned you off into getting into real estate, um, what Mark is doing here with the land is probably a really good option to look into um, to check out uh, what he's doing. Those $97 that they offer um, for these types of deals are usually, I can tell you, the best $97 you can spend because the marketing that goes behind this is that you jam all your best content into your $97 offer because that's how they get you in to be able to give you the amazing feeling of like, oh my God, I got to go buy the training into it. So if you don't do anything else, that $97 offer is the one thing to buy to be able to go check it nope, out. Oh, Scott, it's free. Oh, I thought you said it was 97 bucks. It normally oh. is, but not for your people. <laughs> Sweet. Mark, you're the man. You're the man. So Mark's totally hooking you up with uh, an amazing piece of content here, guys. So now there's no reason to not go check it out at all. 
Um, I was just trying to amp you guys up on saying like, if you're going to pull out a credit card, I always pull out my credit cards all the time for $97 offers from anybody I think that's smart. If you can pass like a simple IQ test of like, man, it sounds like you got some ideas that I don't, I'm always throw, willing to throw down a hundred bucks because it's like the cost of a couple of lunches, you know, to be able to go pick somebody's brain and everything that they've spent all their time to figure out. So definitely go um, to the landgeek.com and, and grab that off from Mark. We're going to have the links down in here um, at both inside of the show notes uh, on the podcast or if you're on Facebook live and you're watching some of the groups, we're going to have those links down in here for you guys uh, to be able to go check that out. Mark, is there anything else you want to leave us with uh, before we break for the day? Yeah, Scott, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about the automation of the back end, but I'm really yeah. excited about it. It's called geekpay.io. It's a one-time set it and forget it system. You get your down payment and then you set up recurring payments via ACH. But the killer feature is if the ACH bounces or fails a check, it'll charge a credit card on file. And that's how we reduced our default rate from 8% to 4%. And anybody that's getting any kind of recurring payments, it's a really phenomenal piece of software. Yeah, tell me, tell us, tell me a little bit more about that, Mark. So it's it's the recurring payment um, system for a, a fixed amount. For yeah, and and if you charge interest or yeah. penalties or fees, it does all the calculations and will charge them as well. Oh, very neat. Yeah, we actually had to make a custom checkout for Royal Legal when we started taking payment plans, and that was like a huge undertaking. It was like an eight or nine month like software development to be able to develop the software, to be able to like, hey, we'll take the credit card, we'll split it up into any number of payments, any percentages that come into that. This kind of software like doesn't exist in the mainstream piece. So you guys must've had to develop that custom as well. It was custom developed, yeah. And yeah. Um, when, when you tell you, it, from, a, from a business model perspective, a SaaS business is so dumb. It, what's that? It's like it's a SaaS business is so dumb. It's like opening a restaurant. It's like you spend all this money and then you hope people will come. Like well, the smart thing we did was we started getting beta customers as we were developing. Cool. And it kind of funded the development, but still, yeah. like, the more I think about it, like that was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of do the same thing with like all of our software development, and I'm like, man, why did I spend all that time and money to do that? Like I should have just gone out of the box and then changed my business model to fit the software instead of being like, oh, I want to run my business this way, and so now I have to go do all the software development. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, just for me personally, though, it pays for itself because I've got so yeah. many notes and, you know, there's, there's $30,000 bank level software. There's, there's nothing out there really for small business. Um, so wait, so you're actually doing all of your own servicing then as if you were yeah. a servicing company through that piece of software. Exactly. It services the note do you on, on an automated basis. Do you charge separately for that piece of software for access to like a subscription differently than your course or other memberships? Yeah, absolutely. It's if you want to do it manually, so you only have a few notes, it's nine bucks a month. If you want to automate it, it's 99 bucks a month. Um, yeah. up to 99, you know, notes. Oh, up to 99 notes. How sweet. Yeah. That's really neat. Okay, cool, man. Well, way to go on uh, breaking out like the, uh, the software guns. Are you a coder? Or do you happen to know coders? Is that why you end up with all the software? I, I, yeah, I mean, I I know just enough to be dangerous. So okay. I and I'm just geeky. So I just I just love. You know, my favorite word is automation. My second favorite word is free. <laughs> why is your second favorite word free? Because automation is so much better than than free. So I'll pay any amount of money to save me any time because I can always make more money. I can't get more time. Right. So I love the fact that I can automate something. It's a one-time 
investment of time or money or whatever it is. And then I'm out of it. That's awesome, man. Well, man, I got to tell you, uh, this has probably been one of my favorite episodes hanging out with you and learning about like what you do and uh, just seeing like the, the level of code uh, and uh, tech that you actually bring into the game um, is, uh, is similar to like what we're doing. Like Royal Eagles, essentially, we have a huge tech backend to be able to scale how we have as well, too, over the last two and a half years and, and grow as fast as we have. We had to get deep into where the tech side of pieces would be in enterprise level softwares pretty quickly and whatnot. So I feel your pains on that. I'm sure we could, you know, uh, uh, shed the tear of how, how of, of what that's actually like, you know, it's always I great know. when you get to the finish line and up until the finish line, you're like, Oh my God. <laughs> I know we should, we should do like a bottle of scotch one night and like <laughs> zoom and just drink and tell our war stories <laughs> and just be in a pool of tears. If I have to wear the, the, the term refactoring one more time, I'm going to refactor the code. Like, I want to throw my head in the wall. <laughs> That's awesome, Mike. All right, Mike, you're the man, dude. Uh, everybody go to thelandgeek.com and uh, check out what Mark's going on there. And check out these, uh, these free 97. He's, it's a $97 training, and Mark's going to give it to us for free if you go here to the link. So check out, uh, check out that piece of the link there. And... Uh, go get that stuff. But until next time, Mark, good hanging out with you, man. That's all for this best deal episode. And I'm your host, Scott Royal Smith with the Real Estate Nerds Podcast. When investments go good, they can go great. Your legendary best deal could be your next one. So keep at it. Thank you for joining us. And if you enjoyed the show, leave a review to help clue in those sleeping masses for what they need to know and what we all need reminders of. Do your good deed for the day and I'll see you again soon.